give me something. Well, you didn't ask for it, but we delivered it anyway. It's Tuesday's edition of Give Me Something, the podcast is designed to give you, well, something to punt on during these weird and wacky times. A pretty fun group with me this morning. We've got a man of the people and everyone's favourite grub, Big Dog Rambo. Good morning. How's isolation treating you, Big Dog? Uh, good morning, Georgie. Uh, no, I'm getting a bit over it, uh, i got to be honest, but... Um... A big thank you to you in particular uh, in the hosting chair today, but also your petition to move this podcast later and later in the morning is definitely uh, helping me out of being for a run of two breakfasts, two showers, um, and I'm ready to go, but I'm, I'm happy uh, you're awake as well. Yeah, well, thank you. And, and with him, a man who needs no introduction, he is the face of the company, but he's only the second most famous Brown of the AFL media world. Nathan Brown, welcome. Yes, Georgie, uh, I'm just wondering who uh, who is the more famous uh, Brown in the media? Oh, I think Jonathan. Oh, yeah, no, he's, he was a very <laughs> good player, Jonathan yeah. Brown. Unfortunately, he was a three-time premiership player, <laughs> took one of the most courageous marks of all time. And uh, I need to be a smart-ass, Georgie, because I was in the Sunday footy show yesterday and uh, Kane Corns asked me about you. You had your little tip the other night on Twitter. Yes. And T- Tony Jones turned around and said, what are you having a feud with a girl from a country practice oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did that actually happen? It actually happened, yeah. that is 100%. Yeah, yeah, look, I've not heard that one before. And finally, we've got a debutante with us today. He's taken the red, vos- red, the red vest off straight off the bench and into the starting lineup after a solid run in the twos on Zoom. Dino, welcome. How are the nerves, big guy? Oh, yeah, uh, sleepless night last night. Thanks, yeah, Georgie. Imagine. But, um, you know, I'm surrounded by uh, an Olympian. A, uh, and a former AFL star and a grub, so I'm uh, in great company. <laughs> as, as the meatloafs once said, uh, two out of three ain't bad. Now, the Michael, <laughs> Very good. The Michael Jordan docker kicked off last night. Nathan, I can't imagine with four kids you managed to get any viewing of that. But Dino, I know that you, you uh, Zoomed that one early. You previewed that one early. Yeah, I um, did a little bit of a hack and, and got the ESPN um, preview. So, uh, yeah, it was really good. Um, very insightful for uh, the fans of Jordan and um, and basketball as well. So um, if you haven't watched it, jump on Netflix and, hear, and catch it. I'm more interested I hear our very hack. own. <laughs> How does the hack work? Just like the the two webcams, Brownie. Um, just <laughs> send me a message and I'll uh, I'll hook you in. Nice. <laughs> uh, well, the uh, our very own podcast, uh, Felix Van Hoff apparently is doing a, a separate podcast. On uh, on the last dance, so keep an eye out for that. Apparently, I don't know if he's doing it for sports, but hopefully, <laughs> uh, he's a bit of a stray cat. That one, so you never know what he's actually doing. Um, let's just get straight into it. We'll start with you, Rambo. What do you have for us on this Sweet. fine Tuesday? Well, uh, it was a bit of a grind last night. I didn't watch the docker. I was trying to find uh, something to punt on. There's uh, currently a a Nicaragua and Premier Division-sized hole in my heart. Um, those guys are about to go into the finals, so the fixtures haven't quite come out, uh, the dates of those matches, but um, I'm trawling Twitter as we speak to make sure we can get those information to the punters. But I had to turn to something to fill the gap, and I've gone to chess uh, for those. Uh, one of the greatest sports in the world, a bit of uh, intelligence required here. We always appreciate those athletes who can use the mind, not just the body. Uh, we have the Magnus Carlsen Invitational, um, and this is a big bucks up for grabs here. Two hundred and fifty large, Woo! going to the uh, across the winners for the Magnus Carlsen Invitational. Obviously, you want to know who Magnus Carlsen is. 
He is currently the world chess champion and a grandmaster, uh, all at the sprightly age of 29. Um, just doing a bit of a Wikipedia troll. Uh, thanks to our friends there at Wikipedia. Um, backs himself, this bloke. Uh, he's, he's also done a bit of modelling with G-Star, featuring oh. the uh, full, full catalogue in 2010 with Liv Tyler. So he's doing well uh, on and off the board, you could say. Uh, but there it's is... Yeah, bit of uh, Empire Records. Mm. Uh, definitely cut her teeth in good areas there. Um, that was great back in the day. She wore that light blue sort of uh, cashmere um, pullover. Yep. Still got the poster. And I believe. Uh, I think I have. Yeah. <laughs> Had to take it down when I got married. <laughs> She's still going well for her age, I reckon. Liv Tyler after doing a few Game of Thrones and whatnot. Doing better yeah, than her dad. It I was think. nice. And uh, the movie with Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck, where they went up to uh, kill the asteroid, she was brilliant in that too. Armageddon. Yes. yes. Very good. The face of uh, a very a very famous Aerosmith song as well in that film clip. Yes. Um, well, while we're on that topic, uh, there is actually the tiebreaker in this tournament is called an Armageddon brownie. So I don't know if you oh, very uh, nice. had a look at my uh, notes there, mate. But basically, this is rapid chess. So you won't be sitting there for hours watching these guys go at it. It's rapid chess, 15 minutes um, each. It's P20 chess. Five. That's right, that's right. And um, I was very interested to know, uh, it's basically like March Madness of chess. So the matches in the opening rounds are done simultaneously. Um, so there might be a bit of look away now if you don't want to know the scores over at um, court three. Um, but that makes it a lot more interesting from a punting perspective as well because Dino, just because you're ranked high in classical chess doesn't mean you're ranked high in rapid chess. So we've got a few examples of that. Uh, Fabiano Caruana is second in the world in classical chess, and he's 11th in rapid chess. So that's a pretty big, big drop. Uh, that's why he's the outsider against Ding Loren, $1.45. Get around Ding. Um, we're also going to back the favourite in the second match, Maxime Vachelegrave. He's second in the world in rapid. Uh, he's going to easily account for in Neponiachti, uh, who's ranked about 11th in the world in rapid chess. That's $1.35. So... A dollar forty-five for Ding Loren and a dollar thirty-five for Maxime Bashir Legrave, and I'm telling you why you take the short price favourite here, Brandy, because in rapid chess, there's nowhere to hide, mate. So those mistakes come out, you get punished by the good players, and uh, favourites are a good bet, especially at this time of the tournament. So it feels like it's a bit of a, a T20 of cricket compared to Test cricket, where you know Jeff Marsh back in the day was a great Test opener, but he couldn't quite cut the mustard at the 50-over game, and wouldn't have cut the mustard at the 20-over game as well. So that fast, rapid chest, I like it. Precisely. I mean, apart from the fact that it's exactly the same game, you know, 2020 you change the amount of overs, so you kind of your, your style of play would be dictated. But in this game, it's still chess. Chess has been the same for hundreds of years, um, but some players seem to adapt to it better. I'm, I can't wait to find out. Um, you know, who, who goes to the next level? A lot of money. A lot of money on the line. So you can guarantee those favourites, um, they're going to be in it to win it. How long do they get per move? It's uh, 10 seconds, 10 I believe. Seconds. Yeah, uh, right. yeah the, the scorecards is 15, and then you have to hit the little time. I don't know if anyone played chess at school. Um, I had a double, but uh, I think I peaked when I was about year six and then um, and had enough. I uh, wasn't smart enough. But, uh, yeah, they do a little timer. They're playing over uh, online, of course. Um, and would you believe the uh, the chess fanatics have figured out um, online sports a bit better than, um, say, your darts folk. So they're all, all that technology is tipped up. 
right, so we can... I watched I watched um, Searching for Bobby Fisher the other week, so that's the extent of my chess knowledge. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know that, do you know? <laughs> oh, sorry, it's, it's a movie from the early 90s. Rambo, you... Very, very famous chess film. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you've got Ding and Maxime there. Uh, Brownie, what do you have for us? Give us something. Well, I'm just going to move because the sun's starting to come out here, so I'm just going to move. But I am going to the darts, so I thought about going for uh, Korean baseball, but I'm a bit worried about how legitimate the Korean baseball is. I mean, I heard that Kim Jong-un at one stage was considered just as good as uh, Babe Ruth, so that, that, that certainly concerned me about that league over there. Uh, so I will start with the darts, and now the darts, it's the Modus Icons Live League, and these guys are past champions and up-and-coming champions. So we've got a guy called Paul Nicholson who went 4-0 and yesterday. Um, they've been playing for the last seven days in a row. He was 4-0 and yesterday, and there's a guy called, uh, an up-and-coming young player called Aaron Monk. Now, these two guys, I want to multi today. So, Paul Nicholson in his first game against uh, Diogo Portella, $1.40, and Aaron Monk is $1.40 as well. They play in groups of five. Now, Diego Portella and James Hubbard are the two guys that you don't want to be on. I think they're going to come last. They've come last most days so far in the seven-day tournament that they've been going at. So, for me, Paul Nicholson into Aaron Monk in the first two games of tonight. One of them's at 8 and the other one's at 8.25. They go back to back. It gets you a nice little $2, and I think it's not a bad bet. Oh, very efficient. Marvellous. Very efficient there. Have you guys been playing Bullseye a bit more darts you, given the circumstances? I know I've been training every day with it, um, getting much better. Um, it's a hard sport. you also been um, doing a few darts on a Saturday too, Brownie and Lan- uh, Georgie and Lanning some winners. <laughs> Nope. Very, very few winners on a Saturday. We've got a WhatsApp group that we throw some uh, tips around. And any time that Richard Dummerston gets involved, it, it just goes terribly. Because he is, if if everybody's on something and then Richard Dummerston says, yep, I'm going to get on that too, then basically the horse loses. Yeah, get off. So any time that you're in a punting group with him, you go away from what he's t- tipping. We've known for him for a while now. And you think that anything he says, do the exact opposite. It's like that Seinfeld episode, do the exact opposite of what he says. And life is going to be a little bit easier for you. Um, Dino, you've got some Bathurst action. Yeah, so uh, with uh, the racing racing out, they've gone to the uh, E-Series in, in the supercars. So uh, Wednesday night is uh, Bathurst, the, um, the great great race at Mount Panorama. And last year we had the uh, the riveting finish behind the um, pace car between Scott McLaughlin and um, Shane Van Gisbergen. So um, McLaughlin last year, he won the overall uh, Drivers' Championship with... Uh, Ben Gisbergen coming in second, and those two actually have transferred their real-life abilities over into the E-Series world. Um, last year at Bathurst, um, Ben Gisbergen finished second uh, to McLaughlin um, in that race as well as the overall series. And after seven races in the E-Series, McLaughlin sits on first on 501 points, with Van Gisbergen sitting on third on 407. Both have two wins in the series. Uh, with Van Gisbergen, um, he's only finished out of the top four once in the seven races, and, and McLaughlin's finished out outside the top five twice. So both in, in clear, really good form. Uh, Scott McLaughlin to win this race is at two dollars eighty-eight, with Van Gisbergen at three sixty. I think Van Gisbergen's going to get revenge on him. Uh, he's been in the better recent form. He's won his last two and a third and a four before that, uh, and three sixty to get revenge for last year is a good price for me. I think. 
They're, can you, Dino? Can you talk us through? Is this a little bit like Gran Turismo, or is it? I'm expecting it to be a little bit more uh, updated than that. Yeah, the, look, the graphics are really good. The, the car crashes are unbelievable, with cars flying and spinning out of control. Uh, I think yeah, they, nice. they've reached, you know, um, a few stories high in the air. So it's, it's quite exciting to watch. It's actually the the racing, apart from the crashes, is pretty um, enjoyable and uh, streamed on uh, Ko and, and Foxtel as well. So. Get around it. Uh, Get around it. That's probably the best sport that's been equipped for the um, the life as we know it at the moment, really, isn't it, Dino? Yeah, look, Brownie, we've had experience with the AFL uh, Evo. Um, mm. It was <laughs> it was very, very <laughs> lifelike, um, get, getting yourself in the game and calling yourself. I'm sure that was exciting. But this is uh, just a little bit better. It's a little bit more enjoyable. It's it's quite quite lifelike. Speaking... Uh, Dino, is there, is there a quote for our mate uh, Max Verstappen? Is he in this race at all? Look, I, I had a look. I, I couldn't see him. He has been in uh, good form the last couple of races. He's finished, he's finished second in the last two races, but I couldn't find a price for him. But um, I'm not sure exactly where, where he's up to in that. He might be stepping out for a race because he, he has been a bit vocal with the other races too. So Yes, that's unlike Max. Now, Georgie, how is life back in Perth at the moment? Uh, obviously, uh, you've gone over the Nullarbor, you're over there. Your husband, he's studying to be a surgeon, is that correct? Yeah, doctor, he's um, an ethodist. He's, um, he's very sick of me, I tell you what. He's, um, he's gone from seeing me once every three weeks to seeing me every day. So I think he's worked out just how quite annoying I am. Um, but look, it's not too bad. We've got the beach right there and we don't um, rain anywhere near as much as Melbourne. So... Um, I'm a fair weather type of gal, so it's actually not too bad over here. But um, I um, I looked last night into esports. That's kind of my baby at the moment. I'm kind of especially getting into the Dota scene, um, starting to know some of the names of the players because um, that's what we've got to punt on at the moment, right? So what I'm looking at, so we had the – there was a big competition um, in uh, LA last week that, that just wrapped up on Sunday, so we've got a new one this week. This is actually – a qualifying comp for a qualifying comp to get into the DPL CDA Professional League. So it's very amateurs. It's kind of the the feeding league. It's qualies. Pardon? Qualies. Yeah, but the qualies to the qualies. So you've got to finish top two in this competition to get into the next competition where you have to finish top two to then actually make the competition. So they're very unseeded players. Um, so it's a sort of tennis Boone and Tom playing at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you couldn't put it more Could you take Bernard right now, Brownie? I reckon I could. I reckon I could. Yeah. I thought you. I, you know what? I thought you'd say that too. For the punters at home, Brownie and Jules have a have a little tennis comp every Wednesday. Is it Wednesday that you do it, Brownie? I've uh, been doing it Mondays. Mondays, but before yeah. Corona. Um, yeah. So you, you had a bit of a, a dabble. You told yourself. Well, there's a question there. Like tennis, if if you meet and you're two and a half or a meter and a half mm. meters apart, then you're going to either end. Is uh, is tennis considered exercise? Because I don't. I, there's a fair bit of social distancing. In Are tennis. you going to be the next uh, Sam Newman on tennis, <laughs> on the tennis uprising? I, I could be. <laughs> You're going to go to the front with your tennis racket, your whites on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'd like to see that. It'd give you a good little uh, skit on your show. Um, now look, I've got now. You know who is is playing Longinus, um, and so this is in this qualifying qualifying comp. Now, he's only playing, or they're only playing $1.16 for the straight win. Um, but for the, that's not very good value, let's be honest. But I don't mean to sound like Hummer, and there's no such thing as a sure thing, but this is free money, all right? 
for the <laughs> for the straight map victory of two two and oh they're paying a dollar sixty seven. That's great value to put into a little multi with the little bathurst and the little chess and the, the little uh, what do you have again, Graham? Darts. darts, the darts. darts. Longinus have only won a single map in their last five matches. Not at any other map. They've only won one single map. They're absolutely putrid. They're not going to be anywhere near you know who, and that's going to be as sure as close to a sure thing as possible to go a straight map victory there for you know who, and that's paying a dollar sixty-seven. So a good little value add there. Um, Money for old rope, they well, say. It really Beautiful. is, and I've just tried to put them the. Uh, the chest, the chest won't go into a multi with us, Rambo. No, you've got to take those shorties yeah. uh, as a singles. Unfortunately, I tried it myself, uh, Georgie. That's a little bit disappointing, but uh, I think we can still make do. No, you know, money's money, isn't it? There's nothing to be sniffed at. Doesn't matter what the, the short odds are. Um, Before you move on, I've got a question for you, Georgie. Ooh, yes. uh, don't worry, it's not about esports. Oh, uh, when you has. When your uh, husband finally does become an anaesthetist, how much bigger is your pool going to be than Brownie's? <laughs> uh, I'll have a tennis court next to it. Mate. Oh, yeah. very nice. Yeah, very nice. I'm sure Brownie's got a tennis court around that wall somewhere there. He's just not showing nah. us. But... And do you get the benefits that come along with uh, being married to an anaesthetist? Do, <laughs> do you get to go to sleep early and go, look, sweetheart, I'm, um, I'm feeling a bit stressed at the moment. Can you just put me under? Give I'm me pretty keen bit. to go to sleep. Well, he's, all, he's a pharmacist already, so I already get a little bit of benefits with that. Ah. We've got a drugstore in the um, bar. So you're doing it yourself, Georgie. That's what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want you to don't sound self-medicating, him. but... <laughs> Um, all right, should we go around the room and have a little wrap-up of what we're doing? Brownie, give us your... Uh, oh, Rambo, you go first. Give us your chess. Yep, so in the, uh, in the chess, it is Magnus Carlsen Invitational is where they're playing, obviously, on, online. Ding Loren is going to be uh, win his matchup against Fabiana Carano at $1.45. And then Maxim Vachela-Greve is going to defeat Ian Napatonti at $1.35. So Lingeren and Vashila Grave are your bets. Good value, Brownie. If for me and the darts, first two games tonight, they start at 8 o'clock. Paul Nicholson, $1.40, into Aaron Monk, $1.40. You're getting $1.96 for that one. So I think anything around that $2 mark when you're punting at the moment is okay. Yeah, free money. And Dino. Yeah, so Shane Van Gisbergen in the uh, Bathurst E-Series. Uh, tomorrow night, he's paying $3.60 to get revenge on Scott McLaughlin for last year's. And mine is you-know-who to beat Long Arnis, uh 2-0 for the straight map victory, and that's paying $1.67. Anything else to add, boys, before we depart for this Tuesday morning? Anything? Nothing. I'm all good. Yeah. <laughs> Tuesday's edition of Give Me Something. Thank you for tuning in. Give a punt. Good luck, um, but make sure you do so responsibly. See you later. Bye.